Kepa Provider Tones and Talks, Season 2 still, and with another special edition talking about um, the further philosophy in regards of do I switch, do I morph, do I switch on the guitar, do I switch my amp at all, or do I all everything with the tone knob or the volume knob on the guitar. And we want to look at the uh, different approaches that are possible and out there uh, depending on the style and the music uh, the guitar players are playing and um, we will not start um, me and Thomas hello Thomas great to have Hi. you back here we will not start before we have uh, announced that as of yesterday because this is airing on Thursday as of yesterday the liquid profiling OS 10.0 is now um, released. It's not beta anymore. It's not public beta anymore. It's uh, properly released. So um, it's safe to be installed on your machines and for you guys to check it out and check out all the liquid profile packs uh, from the various vendors out there, including maybe next week. Next week. Next week. Okay, we talk about the next week then. Uh, 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 Save this dillricks.com. Uh, the bread and butter rig pack will be available, I think, Wednesday next week. So the, the 4th of October, we're starting. Right. It's uh, fine tuned, uh, just checking the website and checking some demo stuff. So uh, it will be done next week. Okay, we're looking forward to this. Definitely. But you will hear some, some of the sounds today. Okay, awesome. Cool looking even more forward to this and we will still not start before we have not done a shout out to correct me if i'm wrong old shredder hand there's a video out there uh, that collected all of our s and r and m and so um and um <laughs> we uh, uh, i haven't seen it but thomas has yeah. seen it and uh got a kick out of this. I will uh, have a look at it um, soon because uh, it's interesting to see. We are pretty much aware of this. So bear with us. We are Germans, yeah. native German speakers. We are doing this uh, most of the time on the fly and we're trying to do this it's, it's just thinking in an international, um, um, internationally edible format in terms of language so we have to think while we are speaking and that might lead to the other the one and the other uh, so bear with us but it's a great how would you call it motivation to work on that yeah and um, maybe you can you can count uh, in this edition this episode if it's a little bit less i try to <laughs> Think about that. I have um, spent some time on that anyways, and it's not so simple. So let's see if uh, we come across as roboters, because we have to think always about what we're going to say next. Not saying an um, or if it works and it's still natural. Okay, anyways, to the subject. Today, um, um, we wanted to talk a little bit more uh, on a general basis about 
the various approaches and philosophies of uh, dealing with your sounds when you're performing on stage. Uh, in the studio, it's pretty simple. You dial in your tone, you play your part, go to another tone, and you don't think about how you get from A to B to C. You just record usually the um, various tones for individual parts. Sometimes when bands are playing live, of course, then there's a question of will there be switching or will there be different takes and it always of course depends on what kind of music it is. I've been wondering before we started this show how much switching is happening when Angus Young is on stage. Do we know that? We know what kind of rig he's playing. Two, two switches. We know what kind of M rig he's playing. Mm -hmm. Amp on and amp off. <laughs> Before the show, amp on. After the show, amp off. These are the two switches, I think. <laughs> well, the thing is, uh, I think he will be doing, he's doing quite a lot on the guitar, on his guitar, because I think the volume knob is involved uh, a lot of times. Maybe he's switching between pickups. He plays still the SG, I think. With the SG you can have a lower volume on one pickup and full blast on the other one. So if you switch you have various uh, different tones and different volume levels which lead to different <coughs> excuse me, levels of distortion. And that's the big thing and also always the challenge. I would like to feed this into this whole conversation here because it's not all—it's not only about the gear you're switching and the way you're switching and uh, if you're morphing or switching entire presets, entire um, situations on the pedal board to a completely different situation. Usually you always have to switch, you know, when you're switching from a clean tone to a heavy metal lead tone, you most probably switch from one pickup to the other. Mm. In the worst case, you also have to dial in some volume sets while you are changing your complete system to something completely different. And that's already a challenge. And it's especially a challenge when you're not only focusing on your guitar playing, if you're also running around on stage or even worse if you're singing because then you have to do this and you can do uh, the, all this stuff. So uh, enough of this Thomas you have thought about this a little bit and let's get into this by looking at what you have prepared for today and then take it from there and um, judge it if it's uh, a cool solution or if there are some challenges. So <laughs> yeah okay so um you said it already. So starting with the simple stuff, um, what what do you need? First of all, who are you? <laughs> um, are you the guy who is using much different sounds? Are you the pedal board guy? Are you the guitar tone knob uh, like like um, Jimmy Page? When when you see some videos from Jimmy Page, he's always turning on the guitar, switching volume down, tone down. This is some kind of routine in his playing. And uh, he always does this. And uh, in a solo, just turning the volume a little bit uh, up. But at these days, 
there was nothing available. So when you check out the rigs of David Gilmore, he has switching systems. He uh, dials in some effects, the edge. <laughs> massive, massive racks and everything. So he, the edge is the guy who switched on, not, not only the edge, his uh, guitar tech does everything for him, but it's programmed and he has for each song different fuss boxes and uh, he tries to recreate all these studio sounds from the decades um, into his live rig and so he needs that much stuff and he needs that much switching so uh, the first thing you you need to think about is what kind of guy are you what do you want to switch what do you want to change um how much do you uh yeah let's say want to make it complicated or make it easier for yourself and um yeah we, we have several options i'm starting with the the yeah the vintage guy so i like to show you the rig manager so here's my first performance is i call it plex one it's um a profile of a marshall plexi and thinking about yeah angus young i don't play it the right way <laughs> so you have one sound one amp it's yeah like in the old days, you have this Marshall full stack on stage and you're doing everything with the guitar, turning the volume down. Go to the bridge pickup and have the distorted sound. Some effects are prepared. Here's a pure booster. Oh, I had that on. So this would be without the pure booster. Boost on for more gain. And maybe some old school wipe sound. And a single delay, like a tape delay. So that's it. And everything can be switched. I will. So here's my remote. And uh, yeah, with these effect switches, I can switch the single effects on here, the booster, here, the wipe, and here, the delay. So this is, yeah, common for, for guitar players. But um, for singers, maybe, it's not good. So the switches are here in the second row. And at home, no problem. When you practice, no, nothing, nothing. It works yeah. great. You know, uh, you have your tiny shoes on, <laughs> but uh, on stage with the plateau shoes, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, a friend of mine, a friend of mine uh, plays in a 70s cover band and he says, oh, it's hard to switch 
the remote and everything with these plateau shoes. Yeah. So uh, think about that stuff. The next stuff you're moving on stage, maybe. And uh, you need to focus. We, we talked about that the last time. You need to focus to, to the audience. You need to reach everything fine. You, sometimes you don't have the time to look down and think about, okay, where is it? Do I have uh, touch everything right? So maybe a different approach is better for you if you uh, yeah, don't like to do this with these effects, which is I personally do but I'm not uh, the, the great dancer on stage. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on, on my sound. So this is the, the, the thing where I go for. But another thing with that effect setup can be done this way. So here we are. I call this the Plex 5. And that means, here, here it is, I have at the first so look here we have the basic amp it's always the same amp the same amp and the same sound second but uh wait a minute so always the same basic amp sound but the effects are added so uh the second sound is with the pure booster basic sound without the booster you see it here there's only the war is on but the war is uh, bypass at stop so you don't hear a war effect mm -hmm. so it's just the pure amp phaser vibe everything is turned off then on the second with the booster the third is the wipe sound Number four, with delay. And number five, boost and delay, so the lead tone. So you just uh, took the five different conditions of your situation before, where you had basically the pedalboard approach with your uh, your booster, your chorus, your delay on and off, and um, a variation, and another variation in gain. Um, you have put them into five different performances. Okay. So you're yeah. switching basically the entire uh, condition of that pedal board, basically. Yeah, so it's uh, number one, the basic sound, only the amp. Then here we have amp and boost, amp and vibe, amp and delay, and <coughs> solo sound, delay, and booster. All the switches here are also available. So if you think about, oh, I turned on the, the booster and delay, uh, I like to, to turn off the delay then you don't have to switch to another one, just, just turn it off. So you're flexible, more flexible. And this is, uh, yeah, simple setup, but just for, for the practical way, um, switchable with the, the five 
rig, no, uh, rig switches. So this is uh, yeah one one approach to to get this this starting point one amp very um, important. Don't use that many profiles in one live setup. I tend to use only one amp because yeah, on stage, normally you, you're using one amp or two or if you have uh, Joe Perry, maybe then uh, four or five or Joe Bonamassa, but uh, they, they adjust everything great for, for their tones. So less is better for live use. And especially also, uh, if I might chime in here uh, for the yeah. sound engineers, oh. because they are not, especially when you're playing with a cover band and don't have your sound engineer with you, um, he, they wouldn't face with each song, with each part, a completely different sonic um, situation coming from the stage in terms of uh, the guitar sound, because they can dial something in and it would be sort of consistent for the entire show because the general uh, frequency range there uh, where the guitar is um, active in uh, would be kind of similar and not completely different uh, yeah. all the time and that's really really important for uh, shows like that where you don't have your own sound engineer who might have come who might come with um, you know his digital desk and pre-programmed uh, situations there you can do more, more special things but you're completely right that's uh, that's really important to uh, think about this or at least limit this to um i always said this uh, back from the old days the west Borland approach and uh, a lot of other uh, guitar players had this as well so there's a jazz chorus for a clean sound, if you really do ultra dry, bone dry, clean sounds, there's a Marshall type for crunch and rhythm stuff, and then there's this modern boutique thing, Mesa, whatever, for yeah. you know metal and lead stuff, and you can work with these three basically on everything if you need three. But uh, stuff like you're doing, you're more like uh, you know crunch and rock. Um, you run clean fender or a clean marshall and crunch and then boost it for for some neat stuff so for you works basically even uh, the same type of amp which is easy and very convenient for the sound guy yeah yeah or person sound person if you have your own sound guy so he says hey i need to mix a whole band i don't have the time to every uh, every single song to switch between your amps and every stuff like that. So please be prepared and do your job as mm -hmm. a guitar player and as uh, yeah, giving some sounds to to the, the the band. So I tend to take one amp, go with the yeah, go with a, a mid gain amp. And then turn it to a clean amp and turn it uh, more high gain and boost it. I have another thing, uh, a three-channel amp, which is great. So, so we have this three-channel setup from clean to uh, mid-gain and high-gain stuff. So if you're playing in a cover band, this will uh, face it all. So yeah. no problem on that. 
And I too, um, to share this, uh, I might have mentioned this uh, in the other episodes where we deal with uh, switching and handling presets on stage. Uh, again, I had this uh, Ibanez MIDI board which had five switches like the remote and then if you stood on the switch for a longer time it just switched to the upper five between mm. uh, zero and nine or ten and um, i always had the same order on one i think you have it on five on one was uh, the ultra oh, okay. mega crank lead uh, then there was a crunch with delay then there was clean crunch for rhythm stuff. Then there was uh, some clean stuff with a little bit of delay. And then there was bone dry clean. So with these five, I basically could be um, dealing with any yep. type of music. Plus when there was something special, I would go to the upper thing. And that's the, the thing here uh, with um, your five versions of the same M settings with just variations. You also have then on the remote, if you hit the button twice, you have the possibility through morphing to create a variation of that tone you have on position three or so. So yeah. if you need some more delay, for example, you can uh, bring up the delay level or change the delay time and even bring up uh, the gain and stuff like that. And uh, or vice versa, that's something uh, I wanted to mention as well. Um, you can also have a boost pedal, uh, no, a boost stomp engaged, which goes into the negative direction. So instead of needing to pull back the guitar volume, you can also activate a boost and uh, it would give you even less gain going into the amp and to all your effects so that you would be uh, dealing with a cleaner sound that's possible if you're if you need to do that while you're whatever doing something else and it's hard to find that sweet spot uh, with the volume knob uh, mm. if it's if it's a complex uh, situation every once in a while it's a little bit different to turning down the volume knob in terms of you know uh, the overtone the treble character character and stuff like that but uh, it works and that's uh, that's also very important so this is the thing to take into consideration to do that and maybe have an, uh, an additional switch for the morphing because if you are having your variations of your M's um, programmed and you have some external switch with an additional cable out there <laughs> which says morph of gold but you, uh, you we're, can we're getting too complicated okay uh, okay okay so um <laughs> we're, sorry we're, we we need we need so mm -hmm. that's, that's what i'm thinking everybody needs a starting point so absolutely you're, right. start you're correct and then uh you get this yeah layout uh preset what call it whatever and then everybody can modify it to their own needs but uh every guitar player uh, the, the the guys who are coming to me to to adjust some sounds they always want uh, one setup like you said from clean to lead tone in different gain stages 
five switches, five different sounds, basic stuff. Then, then the, the one guy needs some more phasing on the clean tone. The other one's a rotary effect on the clean tone. This can be modified. But the, the basic sound setup, which I think every guitar player needs when, when he's using the, the profiler, is that, that five-channel or three-channel amp setup. And um, I have it here two things the first thing is this one this is um the plexi in five different ways so you see plex drive plex drive this is yeah everything the same profile set to clean look at the amp gain at 1.2 number two is yeah crunch or overdriven this one's called crunch mid gain and the lead tone and you heard it it's louder as uh, the guys in Spinal Tap said, one louder, it's uh, three louder. And there's delay. And delay, yeah, that, that's my, my lead tone, my stuff. But I think it's, it's great to have a little bit of delay on, on the lead sound. Of course. Coming from the 80s. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but, but you, you can turn it off if you don't like it. It's the amp on the others is at 0 dB and on the lead it's uh, 3.6 louder so maybe uh, it's a bit yeah uh, on stage it's it's cool to have because this this is an, another thing um solo volume many people think okay we have a sound engineer and he turns the guitar sound louder when I'm playing solo. Don't believe that. Even if you have your own sound engineer, your own sound engineer knows when the solo comes, but he is very happy and he spends you two drinks on tour when you're doing your, your own solo volume and everything is fine and he don't has to think about that. The sound engineers, they have so much to do to get this sound great so give them a hand and uh, adjust every volumes by yourself you're done and they are really good friends to you so <laughs> if you want something um, solo volume is the best one so that's the reason why i <clears throat> turn on the lead sound with a boost of three to four db so on this performance here, I have some prepared effects. This is the war effect, which is bypass at stop. So that means every time I turn the pedal or move the pedal, the war effect is on. Let's see. Um, it's the, the, the wah effect is um, assigned to the morph pedal. So you see here when I'm moving the pedal and the pedal is not 
really yeah it, now it's gold Going back. so next thing what i have here i can switch that on the effects on on the remote so here are the four switches and what, what do we have we have a phaser then the wipe chorus and a flanger and always the same reverb this is one another thing um, don't take too many different reverbs one amp one reverb you are playing in one room and you don't change the room i change the reverbs when i'm uh doing some effect reverb so the reverbs some some lush ambient sound style and everything and uh, then i change the reverb but i have one let's say the room reverb which is at the last uh, module of the signal chain to get some room effect this one without the reverb it would be bone dry and I don't like that on stage and even if you play uh, with in-ears it's not nice to have this dry sound you need a little bit more three-dimensional tone so um, on the next sounds we have some different effects let's say here the rotary and a switch told you uh, last episode about the speed switch so here is rotary on and here is the speed change for the rotary rotary effect which is really nice to play with and then uh, yeah some delay slapback that stuff and of course a spring reverb and so on and so on the crunch sound has some boost in it just to give the tone a little bit more gain and then the fuss that style and yeah mid gain another thing so uh, yeah everything you just need to have some some little modifications some some effects but you have these settings from clean to high to more gain to lead and having some effects prepared so this is one concept the other concept is this is uh, the second one um, is more modified to my needs my personal needs so i've i've mostly used some crunch sounds as you said and i have one clean tone 
then three different crunch tones with different effects and then one lead tone which with uh, more gain so i like to show you that one this is the value profiles from uh, the valve a great italian amp in a bogner style and here we have the clean works great for all these funk sounds Compressor on, wah can be switched on, then be that stuff, a little bit of chorus. For all this, all this 80, 80 clean style. Um, then the three crunch sounds. So I have crunch call it crunch vintage, crunch modern, and crunch rock. So the basic amp tone is in number two and three the same. This is number three, and now crunch rock. I think it's a little bit more gain. Let's see. Five, four, yeah, three, eight. It has a little bit more gain because it's crunch rock and uh, on the vintage one i prepared a tremolo effect bring reverb and old school setting tremolo behind the uh, the the spring to get this flattering spring sound. And uh, you see the blue and red dots, which tells you that there is some morphing going on. And um, I have a morph pedal here, you see it moving. So the depth of the tremolo can be changed by morphing. <laughs> So you can move with your pedal, with, with your morph pedal between smooth tremolo and heavy tremolo. Another thing is the phaser wipe. And this is adjusted like the yeah, old, old uni wipe, where you can move uh, the, the rate of uh, the modulation effect via pedal. So these are just smooth things you have customized to my own needs of like you've liked to do when you're using some effects, some pedal effects. And this can be adjusted for everybody that yeah, 
not everybody likes a phaser wipe or a wipe sound, maybe more flanging or something like that. You can change that stuff. But in that case, I'm using morphing for effects to, to switch some effect parameters. In the other one, in with the Marshall, I used morphing differently. And like you said that, oh, it's the Plex Rock. Here we are. You see amplifier has these dots and I can morph the amp volume. That means when pressing the switch here again, I morph to, <clears throat> to the second volume. So that means if, if I want to have some lead tones or play some solo, I have extra volume, even for the clean tone. First volume, second volume. And interesting is on the mid gain. Oh, this is <laughs> not right. Not right. Wait a minute. Oh, oh, program saved. Last <clears throat> time, fall time was not not correctly, and I turned the war pedal. Right here we are. So on that one, normal volume, second volume, mm -hmm. and the second volume is also great to have when you turn your volume knob down for a cleaner tone but you're losing a little bit of, of uh, volume. So you can just um, change this, with, with, get some more volume while you have the, the cleaner tone. So mm -hmm. these are the simple things. You can go really further and check different things out where you can morph and change uh, maybe, maybe um, turn on two effect pedals at the same time, getting totally weird. But I think it's great to have one profile on five slots, then everything in the same EQ era. So, so they, the tone, the, the frequency range shouldn't change. Then check out different gain stages and then start okay, I need for the clean tone a little bit of chorus and uh, a little bit delay for the lead tone. Everything, uh, every slot should have the same reverb so that there's no change in room sound and you're done. And this is the perfect setting. This is also my starting point every time when I'm dialing in some sound. So this is the jam setup and then there comes the point when you're playing a song where you think, okay, now I need a tempo delay. Turn to three sixteenth notes. I don't have it here in the jam setup. It's too complicated to switch to that sound, then um, turning on the delay. So I copy the performance to another um, performance slot and then um adjust everything call it yeah song with or without you or something like that and uh, you're done so so you have some songs some special songs where 
there is some adjustment and some special effects needed and you can do that so you can uh, have this one flexible setup and then changing to some some song setups and sometimes you're coming up with every song one performance so this is the easy way in in another uh, live situation i'm i'm doing that when when i'm playing with uh, andy ost this is a german comedian and we have some some delay sounds already some different ambient sounds and for every song i have one performance at least with intro sound with uh verse sound and the lead tone so so this is for me it's easy because i only have i know okay next song switch the performance on and i have every sound already i don't need to think about okay now turning the delay on now turning this on it says intro verse solo <laughs> easy going so okay i'm playing the verse tipping on the verse knob so this is totally easy, but it's a bit of time that you need to program it, but it's not that much because I'm starting already with these performance, one amp, everything the same, then just adding some effects in the rig manager is easy. Uh, I, I did with the first program uh, I did without the rig manager because it wasn't available at that time so that was really hot stuff but now with, with the rig manager it's totally easy to to program that yeah cool um yeah that makes total sense and um it's um, it's a good approach to have all these options in your mind and try to find what's necessary for what you're doing and uh, just do what's necessary for what you're doing and not um, think too much in terms of possibilities because the possibilities might come organically over time but uh, if you force it uh, you most probably run into some issues at some point and uh, there was something I, um one time we, we played a song where I thought, okay, in the verse, I played with a little bit less delay volume. Then in the bridge, I, I turned the delay much louder. And I programmed that to, to the morph pedal. So delay mix level from 20% to 60%. Hmm. I never used it. <laughs> 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 on stage you know uh playing and 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 doing and then afterwards i thought oh i did some morphing programming but hey it was too much so think simple start with all the simple stuff and when you're the first time on stage you will recognize what you need the next time and then yeah do the next so maybe boost pedal or something, um, the volume, the lead volume that you've uh, programmed for morphing is maybe a little bit too loud, so do it, uh, turn it down. And start from, from the lower level and go on higher every time when you need something. And one good advice, always talk to the sound engineer. Ask them what was good, 
what was not so good. So uh, do I need, I've, uh, in, in one set we, we did some, some acoustic stuff. So I played um, electric guitar, nylon string guitar, mandolin and uh, steel string acoustic. So everything in the profile is great. So the, the tone engineer has only one channel, but I need, I think it was three or four gigs to adjust the levels of those guitars to to have everything sit in the mix and at home they were sounding great so in the studio here and but at higher level the nylon guitar was a little bit too loud and um when when i was finger picking the nylon guitar it needed some compression and that's all i got to that point talking to the sound engineer and he always gives me feedback and said hey this one sound in the in that song need to to turn down and after four gigs i was done so uh the next 20 gigs no problem different sound engineer no problem yeah absolutely that's also another important subject because uh, i hear that a lot as well and um I visited some 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 bands in the pro uh, program <laughs> in the rehearsal <laughs> space um, because they had um, very often and I had that back in the day and basically everybody has that all the time um, getting the clean sounds level wise sorted out with the crunch and the higher distorted tones because these two distorted tones and clean tone uh, clean tones have completely different uh, loudness yeah um, um, behavior parameters a clean tone if it's really clean it has a lot of attack yeah. the transient and very low tone um, uh, the the tonal part is much lower than you know the level of the attack and with the distortion tones you don't have that much attack you have it more uh, compressed it's more mm -hmm. organic in itself so to find the right way to compress the clean tones that uh, there's still enough for a funky attack with the tonal stuff and then have that um, leveled out with all your distorted tones it really takes some time yeah. and um, Unfortunately, this changes pretty much when you're uh, in various rooms and stuff like that. It's always the challenge with the cleaner tones compared to the distorted ones. That that takes a lot of time. And usually um, what helps is, I don't know, let the drummer play and play and switch between these two uh, situations and try to find uh, the right level because you'd be amazed how much difference um, you will end up with uh, compared to what you thought before when you had no drums playing it a drum machine will do that's 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 always a tip and or if you're in the rehearsal room just uh, ask, ask the drummer to well maybe keep a beat for a while uh, that's a challenge for two Some, hours sometimes but uh, uh, it definitely helps because then you can level out that properly yeah. And I tend to uh, turn the level of the overdriven sounds a little bit higher because I'm working with the volume knob on the guitar. So I have some 
yeah, uh, safety space, safety volume, headroom, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and uh, also the overdriven tones are needed for louder songs. So <laughs> you need to have a little bit more volume there when, when you play clean tones. Okay, for funky stuff, it's loud, but it's more defined, more attacky. So um, yeah. The, the, the clean sound is a bit lower leveled as the, the overdriven tones. Generally. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. Generally, yes. But not always, because sometimes yeah. it's really fun to have uh, when you have a really loud situation and have a pretty clean tone yeah. um, over yeah, so it. Feel more stuff, feel more stuff, lead tones in clean. Uh, it's, it's great to have this one. But yeah, it or, depends what you are playing with whom you are playing. If, you, if you're playing in a band with horn section, maybe keyboarder who plays with uh, at least 12 fingers, chords, and uh, <laughs> so, so there is not enough space to, to cut through. So you need a little bit of more volume and more, you have shaped tone to, to get through. Right, right, absolutely. And uh... Yeah, maybe it's uh, also interesting to listen to. There are bands who are just consisting of a drummer and a guitar player. Mm -hmm. And if you listen to the guitar sounds they are using for that, you might end up with, oh, that's the stuff I'm doing. With a big difference that you are not just playing with a drummer, but with a lot of more with a lot more people so that needs uh, everybody needs to find their place in the frequency spectrum and the more the more the more musicians are playing at the same time uh, the more you need to get a little bit more um, focused let's say frequency wise to find your space there yeah get skinny <laughs> get skinny yeah and uh, maybe prepare for these situations uh, another set of uh, presets or performances because when you are prepared because you can have your bread and butter stuff available for these kind of gigs as well but just with uh, some different EQ settings make them a little bit more um, well frugal frequency wise um, another thing to mention is what what people often ask do I need another performance for another guitar? So Tally and maybe Les Paul. So my opinion is if I change the guitar, I want to change the sound and I want to have that more gain and uh, different reactions. So I, yeah, mostly take one performance and play with different guitars. But sometimes it's needed to have the volume, the master volume, a little bit turned down. Maybe when the Les Paul comes in for some clean sounds, it's louder than with the telly. So yeah, check it out by yourself if you need another performance for another guitar. Um, maybe you don't need it, but uh, if you have a spare guitar, this is uh, the, the friend of mine who uh, plays in the 70s band. He says, oh, we need to adjust another performance for another guitar because when I break a string, 
then I need this other guitar and it sounds a bit different. So we need to adjust it to, uh, to match for the first guitar. So this is another thing to uh, think about. Absolutely. And yeah, that's exactly what I was going to mention, uh, because when, when you're using a guitar, which for the settings, which are supposed to work with another guitar because you broke a string. And so uh, you don't want that different guitar tone. You just have to have a different guitar, but you need that original guitar tone. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, there should be some, some, some edits. But yeah, there are solutions for that. Either make a separate performance for that or um, yeah, add something to all your performances that would give you the option to have a uh, have a different gain situation. So if you have um, you have eight slots of effects. So if you just dedicate the first one, a boost you don't activate unless you use it with a guitar with less level or so to just uh, um, adjust the gain situation for the use with a different guitar. So there are solutions to this, but you will have to come up with uh, what works for you best and. Uh, yeah, you will get there and just take time, play a lot and play a lot with others and listen to uh, what's happening afterwards. That's uh, that's the deal. Record often. Mm -hmm. um, take your laptop, connect the profiler via USB <laughs> and no, not only uh, the profiler, uh, record everything and, and, and listen, then uh, you will get there. All right. Awesome. Um, if you have more questions, let us know. Uh, we will um, answer them happily. Let us know if we did better in terms of airs and ums today. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new challenge for us. Yes, yes. Of challenge, course. challenge accepted and working on it. <laughs> so see you next time when we most probably have the chance to uh, have a look deeper a little bit into Thomas's profiles that are coming up. Maybe not next time, but the yeah, next time you hear it, but in a different way. <laughs> the one afterwards. And um, yeah, we have something special prepared for the next show. So keep uh, watching, keep playing, try all this at home. Um, liquid profiling is out OS 10.0 properly no beta anymore get into this let us know what you think about that if you have questions about that we can revisit these things of course and um see you soon thank you thomas bye bye <laughs>